Hey, it's Stephanie, and this is Kids These Days, a podcast brought to you by grant funding from the Kansas Department for Children and Families. Hey everyone, Haney here. I'm back with another episode, and I'm sure that you saw the title when you clicked on it to start the episode, and these words might be new for you. I mean, you might be thinking, what the heck is Maslow? Or what does growing flowers have to do with kids these days? Or maybe you know the two words as names, but need a refresher on what they mean. Or maybe you know the words, know the meaning behind the names, but still aren't sure where I'm going or what it means. Well, no matter what category you fall under, I'm so glad you're here. Here's the episode spoiler alert. Maslow, before Blooms, takes two prominent, pretty, pretty well-known early childhood theories and encourages you to really think about giving children what they need, meeting them where they're at. So let's dive in. We'll start at the beginning with Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Abraham Maslow was a social scientist that studied philosophy, then psychology, then behaviorism, and finally, humanistic psychology. What the heck is humanistic psychology? Well, it's kind of like if psychology and behaviorism, aka how we think and how we act, were combined together. It's the best of both worlds. It doesn't necessarily just focus on the problems that an individual has, but it also focuses on what's unique about humans, that they are their own selves and make decisions and act based on their own unique needs. So this hierarchy of needs, it's like a pyramid. Imagine that, you know, the old school food pyramid that used to have grains on the bottom, fruit and vegetables, dairy and meats, and at the top is fats, oils, and sweets. You eat, supposed to eat, sparingly. Well, in Maslow's pyramid, the bottom is our most basic needs. He calls these physiological needs. These are universal. Every person has to have them in order to survive. These are obvious things like air, water, food, human touch, etc. We all need those, right? But what is unique about the pyramid is that Maslow suggests that we have to achieve the first level before we can move up. So we must know that we have food, air, water before we can move to the next layer, which is safety needs. And safety needs are like knowing we are protected from danger, that we have health care, that we're safe from abuse or neglect. And like the first layer, before we can move to the third layer, we need our safety needs, needs to be met. Next, love and belonging needs. We need unconditional love. We need interaction with others. And we need to feel a sense of connection with others. That's that belongingness. Fourth level up, next, is esteem needs. This is where we need encouragement, protection from bullying and harassment, we need respect from others, and we need to to receive recognition. Did you notice when I talked about those bottom four levels that those are labeled as needs? So Maslow identified that the bottom four levels are what we call deficiency needs. These needs that, when they're unmet, they are what motivate us to act and continues to be our motivator until we meet that need. 
These needs don't just mysteriously go away. They stay on until they're met. And even more interesting, these deficiency needs become stronger the longer they go unmet. I'll say that one again. These deficiency needs become stronger the longer they go unmet. Think about it. How long has it been since you've eaten? Right? Maybe it's been an hour. Maybe it's five hours. However long it, it may be, don't you grow hungrier the longer it's been since you've eaten? What about your interaction with others when you feel lonely? Does that feeling just go away? Or do you become motivated by that unmet need and go out and meet some friends for coffee? Each time we have a deficiency need, whether it's physiological, safety, love and belonging, or esteem, we need to meet that need before it goes away and we can move on. So the deficiency needs are the bottom four levels. The top level of the pyramid, the little tiny tippy top, that's called self-actualization. This is the grand marshal, the ultimate goal of human existence. The one goal that all humans have. Self-actualization means that we have actually achieved a level of our own full potential. We no longer seek our deficiencies. We no longer seek to meet those deficiencies. Instead, we can spend our time on, on, on self-fulfillment, on filling our bucket. We're the best we can be. And now we can seek our own personal growth and pursue our experiences based on our desires not on our unmet needs. So Maslow in a nutshell, pyramid with five layers, where we have to meet each layer from the bottom to the top in order to gain our true full potential. And now that we know Maslow, let's look at Bloom. And interesting enough, right at, almost at, right at one year ago, I did another episode called Big Questions for Little Children. In that episode, I talked about this same theory Technically, if you remember, I called him our dude Bloom, <laughs> which he is. He is our, our dude Bloom, but the same points were made. And because I really want to jump into the whole before keyword of this episode, Maslow before Bloom, I want to encourage you to deep, deep dive into Bloom by listening to that episode, going back and looking to, the, uh, looking to that episode, Big Questions for Little Children. For those that don't, real quick. Bloom's taxonomy has the same shape, it's a pyramid, but the difference is that Bloom's pyramid deals with learning. A lot of teachers use Bloom's taxonomy to help them develop learning objectives. If you've ever taken a training with us, or really any training or class that's worth its weight, it has objectives. And those objectives usually start with action verbs, which are from Bloom's taxonomy. So Bloom's pyramid starts at the bottom, and remember, with remember and moves up to understand, apply, analyze, evaluate, and create. Again, I break down each of those in the last in a past episode, but can't you see how it goes from knowing and recalling basic information to being able to really apply it successfully? Blooms is used a lot to help learners gain content knowledge, but this knowledge can be evaluated on level of understanding using this pyramid and the action verbs that go with it. Oh, okay. 
All right, we have Maslow's hierarchy of needs and we have Bloom's taxonomy. So let's think a little bit about why I say Maslow before Bloom. I'm gonna be quiet, I know, big surprise there, but I'm gonna be quiet in just a moment. And I want you to reflect on this question. Knowing now what you know about Maslow's hierarchy of needs and Bloom's taxonomy, why would we want to work through Maslow before we can work on Bloom? Moment of silence in three, two, one. Okay, do you have it? Have you figured it out? I bet you have. Here's some smart cookies. <laughs> we have to have Maslow first before we can even think about learning and successfully applying new information. Think about it. If you're hungry, are you going to be listening and learning in a training? Or if you don't feel safe in a situation, are you going to be able to open your brain up to learning how to recite your ABCs? No. So before we can even work on the whole quote unquote academic side of things with understanding, remembering, applying, analyzing, evaluating, and creating, we have to have air, food, water, protection from danger, health care, protection from abuse, unconditional love, interactions with others, encouragement, respect, and the ability to achieve our own full potential. So now we can apply this to our children. We do this by making sure that we really know our children and then meeting them where they're at. You very likely have someone in your care right now that doesn't feel safe or needs a little bit of a confidence boost or maybe doesn't have running water at home or needs connection with others. Those children are not worried about your latest super cool classroom theme of hibernation. They're not concerned about meeting your learning standards of the day. <laughs> and let's be honest, they're just not. They, they're worried about meeting their deficiencies. And we play a big role in that. When we know our children, we know where they're at on the hierarchy of needs. And we do everything we can to help them, right? We use our super awesome responsive caregiving skills to help them through their needs. And only then can they truly be ready to learn. Sometimes it's not about meeting standard SS.8.925. Sometimes it's meeting the deficiency need of human connection, right? We have to see where they're at on that Maslow's hierarchy before we can help them bloom. So as I wrap up our episode with you today, my challenge to you, I love a good challenge, my challenge to you is this. Before worrying about whether they know their colors or can recite their numbers one through 20, ask yourself, do they have food? Do they know that they're safe with me? Do they feel loved? And then, and only then, when we consider their hierarchy of needs before their learning needs, then we can truly and successfully meet them where they're at and get them to where they're meant to go.
And until next time, I wish you well. Kids These Days is a co-production of the Casido Kids Infant Toddler Specialist Network and Casido Workforce Development Programs. These programs are supported through a grant from the Kansas Department for Children and Families, Child Care, and Early Education Services. However, information or opinions expressed herein do not necessarily reflect the position or policy of the agency, and no official endorsement should be inferred. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, or want to share your practice related to this or a previous episode, please email us at kidsthesedayspod at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at at kidsthesedayspod. Be sure to check out the resources for this episode in the show notes. And don't forget to rate, review, and hit subscribe. This episode was written, recorded, and edited by Stephanie Haney and music track Hackbeat by Kevin McLeod.